Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, so uh, Aaron O running it with Mafia and Big Daddy Jones at LTN today on C2C. Let's dive into those uh, Cy Young Award odds, Carver High. I'm going to do that. I did want to update you, though, over at PNC. Uh, the Cubs did take a 7-6 lead on the Buccos, but your boy, famous Chavis, uh, hit a home run to tie it uh, for them in the bottom of the eighth. They're in the 10th. Uh, the Cubs, uh, Hayward just got thrown out at home in the top of the Ooh. 10th inning. So it looks like the Buccos might have a chance to win it in the bottom of the 10th, Scotty. We will keep you updated. 7-7 now uh, between the Cubbies and the Pirates out at PNC. Uh, let me give you the American League Cy Young odds first. Also a wide open race with a lot of months left in the season. But your favorite at this point, Shane McClanahan, Dirty Harry McClanahan, uh, your leader uh, in the 330 range. Justin Verlander is with him. Alec Manoa of the Jays. There's Ace Ventura, Nasty Nestor Cortez, uh, and company right behind him. Well, Dirty Harry's not winning anything because every time he pitches, he loses to the Yankees. So he beats everybody else but the team that matters. And if... You know, the facts are these. If, if Justin's pitching against the Yankees this weekend, which I'm sure he is, I'm going to bet on Justin Verlander. Every time I bet on him, he wins me money. I think he's the best story in baseball this year. Back from the Tommy John, total domination. And I'm going to roll with Verlander at this point. And as you know, he gets massive bonus votes for sleeping with Kate Upton all these years and keeping her in his bed. Verlander and Severino tomorrow night, Friday night uh, at the stadium. That's a good ticket there, too. You talk about a Friday night in the Bronx, Verlander and Severino. That's a good one. I mean, I'm on Seat Geek right now. I'm on Seat Geek right now. I'm on Seat Geek right now. (laughs) And then Cole pitches against the kid Javier, who's been real good on Saturday. Cortez is pitching on Sunday. Good pitching matchups, too. Uh, for the Yankees and the Astros uh, in the coming days. Look at that Saturday-Sunday schedule here for 34C. Get her out of the picture. Hold on a second. You lose. Give me some seats. Nationally. Home right here to see Nasty Get you the home Sunday. plate seats. Get the good ones. Get the good ones. Uh, nationally, I had to go to a wedding Sandy, on Father's Day. I, I'm owed another I, I still can't uh, believe Sunday that, Father's that you Day. You know what right. I mean? Like I should be able to go to the Bronx on Sunday with Nasty. And get my swerve on. You get a little kickback. Uh, you should get a kickback because you went to a wedding last week. You're going uh, to Cromwell you this week. That's you went, that hey, is listen, my kickback. You went up to the the Wolf Lodge, and then you gotta you know watch the kids around the pool so no one drowns. And then that's a job. Like parenting is hard. And then you yeah uh, you deserve yeah. a golf weekend at the Cromwell PGA event with at least thirty cold Bud Lights and your. Uh, at Sports Grid Koozie, I think I think we yes. both deserve a weekend day, a guy's day off. 
We do, we certainly do. Here's your National League, Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins, uh, your leader right now in late June. Joe Musgrove, who pitches tonight for the Padres, as we talked about, he is up there. Corbin Burns, your reigning champ. Zach Wheeler, Freed, Rodon, Gonsolin. Still can't find, at least Gonsolin's on the board this week, Scotty. Uh, we still can't find Tyler Anderson. Oh, there he is, 50 to 1. I found Tyler Anderson further down the list for you at 50 to 1. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll, I'll take a piece on Tyler Anderson at, at 50 to 1, considering the fact that he wins every game that he starts. I'm going to bet a piece on Tony G at, at 20 to 1. And uh, I'm on Joe Musgrove for certain with my uh, three-piece suit. Three-piece suit here, Carver. I, I got to make a three-piece suit bet. Let's get to tonight. Three games, as we mentioned. The Astros are in the Bronx against the Yankees. Valdez and Jamison shots of Tyone. Minus 126 now for the Bombers. This total, Scotty, now down to eight uh, at the current moment. Well, I've already opened up my big fat mouth and said there's going to be all these runs in the first uh, five, uh, whatever the bet was, four runs, uh, you said, each in the first five innings? I said four. No, I said under four total. Under four in the first five was my... uh, Okay, well, I went over. I went over. So uh, I have to keep going over, even though uh, I'm scared to death to do it based on... Uh, shots at Tyone's ERA has been brilliant. He's eight and one with a two seven. Valdez seven and three with a two seven. Both of these guys don't give up runs, but I think that both teams are going to be so lit tonight, so jacked, so into beating each other. This is a rivalry now, unequaled. Not only do the teams hate each other, the broadcasters hate each other, the fans hate each other. <laughs> we hate Houston. They hate us. So I think there's going to be runs. I'm going to take the Yankees and the over. Orioles are in uh, Chicago against the White Sox. Johnny Cueto against Kramer tonight. Minus 156 for the White Sox. Total of nine. Yeah, I'm on Cueto and the under here. As I said earlier, I think the Orioles are going to have trouble with him. And Suarez and Musgrove, Phillies and the Padres late night at Petco. Minus 174 for the Padres. Total of seven. Yeah, look, uh, I think that Padres are going to kick their ass. And I'm on Musgrove to win, and I'm going to take the over because uh, I think they're going to get to Suarez and put around six on him. And then I, I think the Phillies will get two runs. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. my buddy is uh, covering the uh, NBA draft at the Barclays Center tonight, and he took the uh, the train, he took the subway over to uh, you know Brooklyn from Manhattan from from the Lower East Side, and he said that every single 
subway car, you know how they always have where they're going? Like, you know, where the train's headed, the, the line you're on, and you know what I mean? But it, it was confusing all the, the riders because, and the strap hangers, because every single like direction of where the train was going said at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV. So no one knew where they were going. People ended up in, in the wrong borough and everything else. People are disheveled, they're dyspeptic, they're distraught, they're, they're livid, there's fights breaking out. But everyone is blaming Sports Grid. They're like, it said Sports Grid on the, on the monitor. And then I was like, with Rebecca Harrelson, that's genius. She started an inner city war, but everyone was yelling Sports Grid. And by doing that, it just spread like a virus. And I mean, it is all over the globe now. And you're going to see it on the news. I can't wait to see all of that. There's another uh, virus that's spreading in Brooklyn right now as well, Scotty. Uh, it looks like everybody is jumping ship uh, from the Nets, potentially. Uh, Sham Sharnia of The Athletic. Sources, this is just a couple minutes ago. Sources say Kevin Durant is monitoring the Brooklyn Nets situation and considering options with his future. Uh, this now opens the path for Kyrie Irving to proceed on finding a new home via opt-in and trade. So does this mean Durant wants to get out of Brooklyn now too, Scotty? Everybody leaving town? Well, look, if uh, if Kyrie Irving, and, and we'll talk to Coach Young about this later, if Kyrie Irving wants to opt in and get traded and you know they agree to do that, then uh, what, he gets to control uh, that narrative as well? He gets to control where he's going? who he's going to be traded to. Uh, as you know, I am not a fan of players running the roost. Uh, if he opts in and I'm the uh, GM and I'm, you know, I do think Marx is awful. I really do. He is, he's literally, uh, he's, he's a carpet. I told you before, they're walking all over this guy. He's literally an Oriental rug. I'm going to call him Oriental rug from now on. Put that one in the books, Carver High. Your boy, Oriental Rug is what? Going to trade him to the Lakers for what? Russell Westbrook and Horton Tucker? Uh, none? What, what kind of garbage are the Lakers going to give us? They don't have anything to give the Brooklyn Nets. If this guy Irving opts in and wants to trade, then I trade him wherever I want. I'm not trading him to the Lakers. I'm going to trade him wherever I want whether he likes it or not. It's not the other way around where these guys push around general managers and get whatever they want now every single time. Have you noticed literally now over the last three years, every player that wants something gets their way in the NBA, no matter what, with all their threats and I'm not going to camp, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to do anything. Give me what I want or, or all hell's going to break loose. I'm done with that. I am done with that. Like, look what running the Lakers got the Lakers with LeBron and AD. And basically, I don't think AD runs anything. I, I think LeBron is 100% running the Lakers. And I think Jeannie Buss is afraid of him. And then Duran and Irving are running the Oriental Rug. I mean, they're just running the Nets into the ground. If Duran leaves the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, they are going to suck so bad. They might as well... Forget about fresh kills. Just bring all the garbage to Brooklyn and dump it right on the uh, Barclays Center roof because that's what we're going to be getting out there is a big landfill. Quite the development. Uh, we will see. We're going to get into the after tonight. You get the real crazy time the next week. Tons of rumors as NBA free agency uh, is about to kick off into high gear. Tonight is, though. The NBA draft, Scotty, uh, of course, in Brooklyn is where it is going to be taking place. Uh, we will start by talking about this top of the board. Now, the betting odds for this uh, have been completely out of control, Scotty. We left yesterday. Bancaro was, you know, kind of getting closer to Smith. At points last night in the middle of the night, at some books, Bancaro was the favorite to go first. And then this tweet, Scotty, from Adrian Rojnarowski this morning, uh, where he says it's, as team boards finalized today, one, two, three, is increasingly firm. Smith to Orlando, Holmgren to OKC, Bancaro to Houston. 
That changed the odds to like minus 6,000 to Smith. But even that has changed, Scotty, since then. Uh, It's gotten closer as we've gotten to draft time. Here's what we basically know. Nobody knows anything, Scotty. Let's put it that way. Nobody knows anything. Well, you know, Coach sent me odds, uh, and and it said Smith's a buck 35 uh, as the number one. So I'll take that bet. I'll I'll take plus a buck 35. I believe... Uh, not only, I don't need uh, Wojnarowski to teach me anything. Thanks. Uh, I know a lot of basketball, and I watch tons of basketball, and I play tons of basketball. I still believe that guy's going number one. I still believe it's one, two, three, Holmgren, Oak City, three, Bancaro, H-Town. So, Orlando, get ready for Smith, and I'll take that buck 35. Thank you very much, ma'am. Is the restroom in, is, the, in uh... the back to the left there? Well, this is what it is uh, up to the second. This is uh, pretty close to what it is right now. It's minus 280 at the second for Smith. So he's gone back to minus 280. Uh, Bancaro plus 200. So there you go. You're bored. Okay, uh, well, earlier today, earlier today, it was so whacked. Earlier today, it was so whacked that Coach sent me that Bancaro was minus a buck 75. And that uh, Smith was plus about 35 and Holmgren plus 900, Ivy plus 2,000. So at that point, I was on Smith at at a buck 35. And now if I, you know, in the moment, if I have to, uh, you know, I'm not going to make that bet now because I'm not paying that price to see him do it. I already know he's going to be the number one. I already earlier today at a buck 35, I pounced on that because these hizzies, change the odds so much to lure betters to give them their money. That's all they care about is your money. They don't care about you. They just want your money. So they want you to make stupid bets. And at that point, I, I pounced on it at a 35, buck 35. Thank you. Thank you, man. Is, is the bathroom uh, in the back to the left? Where's the wine cellar, please? Is there a cigar bar here? Is it fresh rolled cohibas? Okay. Is that in the back? Okay. Mafia. Go back there and get a bunch of cigars and whiskey. Three fingers. They always hide whiskey. Here's your last uh, mock draft before tonight gets going. Uh, Smith, Holmgren, Bancaro, Ivy to four. Uh, uh, Matherin is at five. Keegan Murray, six. Sharp, Green, Johnny Davis, nine to the Spurs. There's a lot of mock drafts out there, Scotty. This is the FanDuel one that you sent me. Listen, let's just calm down with all this nonsense. Uh, all right, here's what I know. That the, in my opinion, the NBA draft is the best event of all the drafts in the major core sports. I think the NFL draft, the three-day, the, the Saturday four through seven is like having an enema. It really is. It, it gets to the point where, I mean, I, I was so bored with, with Saturday. Thank God I worked early in the morning in Vegas and, and we were on the tables by noon. Uh, and then... The NHL draft is a is a must miss. And then baseball is so bad. There's like 100 rounds. It's so embarrassing. And the NBA gets the whole thing done two rounds in one night. It's simple. It's clean. It's awesome. And there's usually a billion trades uh, as well at the NBA draft. And we will see if we get more tonight. Um, there's questions about Holmgren's medicals. Bruce Pearl compared him to Sean Bradley. You know how I feel about Holmgren. I don't think he's going to be very good. Uh, but I don't have a problem me. with that. I, I don't have a problem with his uh, analysis of Holmgren, but I don't believe that he's in. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So, uh, Coach Young uh, asked about my uh, stat line from last night's semifinal uh, with the Ballers, and I told him we were down five at the half and one by seven. He said, no, your stat line. I said, I had no stats. I had three dimes, and I broke three ankles uh, with some of my moves. And every time I made the move, I, I dropped a dime. But I knew in this war of attrition that the three bigs would have to win the game for us, and uh, they went uh, – 10-10, and that's called Lights Out, baby. Time to go to bed. Ballers by seven into our 21st championship game, going for number 11, a la Bill Russell. Going for number 11. I uh, coached the entire second half. Not only did I coach, I said, they're like, go in, Pharrell. I go, I don't want to go in. I'm fine right here. You just keep pounding it into the big fella. We got to send him back to the prison. And and he's fine. You know, get him a good night's sleep on a hard cot. He's happy. He's good. And he's a badass. My guy had so many and ones last night. He's he's talking in his sleep. All right. Let's talk about Kyrie Irving. Uh, he has a, a list of teams, allegedly. Uh, he wants to sign in and trade to the Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavs, and Sixers. Well, isn't that lovely for him, all those teams? Now, I wouldn't want to play for the Sixers or the Knicks. No, you want to play for all these other teams because they have a chance to win. Here's the thing. I mean, I mean Kyrie, CMB, cash money brother. Like when he said, am I my sister's keeper? Yes, I am. He is controlling the whole narrative in Brooklyn. Now KD don't want to help for free agency. He's watching. If Kyrie leaves, he's going to facilitate his exit. I mean, who would have thought the Brooklyn Bridge is burning down? And look at the the Knicks look like a, like the New York Yankees compared to the Nets right now with all the drama that they have unfolding right now. You know, uh, I think the Knicks uh, look like they're not even in the league. They're so uninvolved. All I hear is for the whole week that they're getting – uh, Jay Nivey in a big gigantic deal with the Kings. And you know, I want to see it come to fruition because anything less than that is another failure of this draft. You know they're going to screw this up. They always do. And I don't think they matter at all. But I want to ask you, and I think Philly sucks too. They just always, they're always a letdown. They're like a, a flat tire. I mean, they're just always a letdown. All right, here's the deal. Kevin Durant. What does he want to do here? I mean, Kyrie's gone. You know, Carver High might be right. He might opt in and stay. They figure it out. But it looks to me more and more by the minute that he's gone, they're going to sign him and trade him. But I wouldn't give him what he wants. I'd trade him wherever I want. If I'm I'm the Oriental Rug, that would be Sean Marks. I would, uh, if I'm the Oriental Rug, I'd trade him wherever I want. And then, but the Oriental rug will screw it up because he's bend over city. He's, you know, KY jelly every day. But what is Durant going to do is the question. I don't even care about Kyrie anymore. Oriental rug. More like you could buy him on aisle 26 at Lowe's. That area rug. He's so soft and he's cheap. Now, listen, to quote the famous philosopher from Friday, Craig, 
Bye, Felicia. I mean, <laughs> he gone. I mean, he gone. He, he's long. Kevin Durant is so – Kevin Durant, I don't even know if he's even in New York City right now. He is planning his exit, and you're right. If I'm Brooklyn and I did all of this stuff and signed all these guys and I fired Kenny Atkinson, I got rid of LaVert and Jared Allen and stuff like that, if I am doing this, I'm going to control the narrative a little bit. I'm going to see where – if I can't control Kyrie goes, I'm going to control where Kevin Durant goes and then make that other team make it a three-way trade. Because if I'm going to start over, I'm going to get myself a lot of pieces because they are officially may have to blow this thing up. Uh, who would you trade? Would you trade him to the Miami Heat for Bam Adebayo, Hero, and a pick? I need more than that. For KD, give me two picks. Give me give me two ones. Give me two ones, a pick swap. Well, where are they going to trade him? Where, where I is don't, he going to be happy? Where, Kevin Durant? Nowhere. He, he, that's a, listen, I love him. That's one angry brother. I mean, he almost militant at times. I'm, I'm scared of Kevin Durant, the Slim Reaper. But listen, he is going to – I think he wants to go somewhere he's going to win. Because now, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, now that Steph got his ring without him, he's got to chase the ring now, and he's got to go somewhere else and get a title because – the more that Steph maybe wins titles, even if they win another one, his legacy starts to shrink because all they're going to say now is, you won because of the guys you were with. He's got to go somewhere else how about, win a title. How about the Clippers and they trade uh, a massive trade where he gets to go back to the West Coast. He gets to take on Curry, Thompson, and Green and get revenge. And then they deal, you know, Batum, Jackson, and other pieces uh, they got all kinds of talent. Man, uh, you could maybe even maybe even somehow get PG involved and trade his ass to Brooklyn. How about that? Or the Lakers. The Lakers, uh, everybody thinks Kyrie's going to the Lakers. What if KD went to the Lakers? I don't think KD will go to the Lakers. I think KD will go to the Clippers because he also has a thing, a little thing with LeBron. Like, they're cool and stuff, but he wants to outdo LeBron. So I think if he can go to the Clippers, if they can find a way to keep Kawhi, hey, say this, I'll give you all my draft picks, I'll give you everybody, just let me keep Kawhi and PG-13 and let the three of them run it out at the 2-3-4 spot. You and me and Carver and Mafia and Kofsky, well, Kofsky's really short, I don't know about Kofsky, but tie stick, we can roll up in there, give us all a million each, we gonna get, for real, we gonna get that bag, son, we gonna get that bag! Listen, I'm all in, bro. You know I'm all in. Let's go. I'm ready, and I'll chuck some shots from anywhere. All right, so what's the latest on DeAndre Ayton now? We're hearing uh, the Pistons won in. Oh, that's the spot for him. Detroit, listen, part of the reason why they got rid of Jeremy Grant was the cap money of the trade exception that they got for Jeremy Grant in the trade to Portland. So they recouped that. They have the money now with a sign-and-trade to really get DeAndre Ayton. I think that's a great move. You take DeAndre Ayton, if you want to move Isaac Stewart to the four, you can. I think you bring him off the bench. You go take a Keegan Murray with a Sadiq Bay with Cade Cunningham. But there's a little there's a little thought in my mind that's coming up in the last hour is what if you move Sadiq Bay to the four and take Benny Matherin at the five pick and slide? Because I think Bay is a really good pick and pop four he, he's not consistent enough with the ball at the three maybe Matherin is your three with Sadiq Bay at the four DeAndre Ayton at the five that's a dangerous young team with Cade Cunningham yeah no doubt it's it, for the first time since their chips I think that they would have heads turning in the Motor City what's the deal with DeJounte Murray down in San Antonio it looks like he might move I, I, this is the one I don't get DeJounte Murray's a really good player. And now they're talking about him for John Collins? Like, you want to talk about a head-scratcher to me. But if you take DeJounte Murray, you put him in that backcourt with, with Trey. Oh, my Lord. I, oh, my Lord. That's a problem, those two. And I don't understand. John Collins is an enigma to me, Pharrell. You got to give up John Collins and more if you're going to get DeJounte Murray. And if DeJounte Murray's on the block, and the Knicks are talking about getting Jaden Ivey and Donovan Mitchell. Also, 
weren't you calling San Antonio and getting DeJounte Murray to run the point and put him next to R.J. Barrett? You could probably get him for cheaper, and it seems like San Antonio wants to move him. And he's a badass, uh, but I don't really follow this uh, Nick talk today about Shaden Sharp, that they're willing, uh, if they don't get Ivy, to get Sharp. And, uh, you know, I know he's a high school talent that went to Lexington and, and never played, uh, but his stock is through the roof uh, in terms of, uh, you know, executives believing in him. Are you really buying into that, that he's some stud going to take over a franchise-changing player that, that the Knicks would go after him? Well, let me ask you this, Pharrell. Worldwide West and Leon Rose, who's their boy? Kyle Parry. They take Kentucky guys. That's what they do. They had it with Kenny Payne. They got RJ, or not the guys, they got uh, Julius Randle. They picked up Nerlens Noel. They got quickly. Why not go after Sharp? That's another Kentucky guy. I, I think Shannon Sharp, for the pure upside, could be the scariest kid in the draft because of the fact that he didn't play games in Kentucky. He's so much of unknown. But the kick and shoot the ball, he's got a 49-inch vertical. He is a human pogo stick. And this could be the home run the Knicks would need. They would need him to fall a little bit, and then they would have to make a trade. But you know what it is. You know what it is. We're going to mess up and take, like, Frank Nilakina again, and I'll be on here crying tomorrow saying how the Knicks are messed up. Hey, uh, is he 6'4 or 6'6? Six, six? He's got that fresh dew. Uh, you give him the extra two inches. Hey, hey listen, man. Sometimes the inches count, and I guess sometimes with that hair, you get a little, little something extra up top. He had that little bit. Maybe get that little kid in play. He could be up to 6'8". Six, six. I don't know. I mean, uh, I got to tell you, though, I have reservations about taking some dude that has never played. Uh, you know, he just, he played in high school. That was it. Hey, they take Frank, they took Frank Nolakina. He barely played. So, listen, the Knicks can mess it up. And I think they, please God, don't do it. But they probably. That was don't. the worst pick ever. That that Nolakina pick was the worst pick ever. And he's now absolutely like Alka Seltzer. He's fizz. He's absolutely, he's fizzing out. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly. Mm -hmm. All right, Coach. So, uh, it it should be great. The draft tonight from the Barclays Center. We'll talk again tomorrow about how it all plays out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, we welcome in our good friend, uh, Jerry Sandusky, the legendary uh, voice of the Baltimore Ravens. And I got to tell you, Jerry, it's a a real uh, bummer for me to ask you all these questions because, uh, first of all, it's great to see you. Uh, It's been a minute, but I love you. And thanks so much for doing this under under difficult circumstances. So, and this isn't about me at all, but I've been friends with Goose for 35 years. I've known Goose yeah. 
since his playing days at Pitt. Uh, I covered him uh, as a Pitt Panther. I covered him in the NFL. Uh, and I uh, was friends with him after his uh, football career when he started doing uh, Fox throughout his entire run at Fox at Sirius. Uh, and then um, he did the Man Cave show at my house uh, for a week and, and rebuilt my house. And I know his brother and I know him, uh, just the both of them are insane. And I just had more fun with that guy than anyone on earth. You know, people, I, I think I've never heard of anyone with more friends. Like this guy had so many friends. Everyone in the last 24 hours has talked about how they were friends with, uh, you know, Tony Siragusa. My friendship goes back 35 years. The weirdest thing happened on, on Tuesday. I reached out to him and on Wednesday he was dead. And I just can't even fathom uh, what's happened. I have been at a loss. I'm devastated. I, I feel terrible. I've been moody. Uh, I can't get over that Goose is gone. I knew about his father. I knew about his family. I, knew, I know the whole family. I cannot believe we've lost him. And it makes me sick to my stomach. And Scotty, I, there are a lot of people who share that sentiment because he had such a huge impact. Uh, when, when, for people who did not know Tony Saragusa, Goose was a guy who had a heart bigger than his huge body and a personality bigger than both. And if he walked into a room, by the time he walked out, you were laughing. You felt good about life. He, he showed you the fun that was involved in everything. I mean, how many players have you ever covered who could make training camp fun? He made training camp fun for the other players on the field in the dorms, out at dinner. Uh, he, he, he was just this magical personality. We, we've had kind of two of those types in Baltimore over the many decades, the late Art Donovan with the Baltimore Colts. And then Goose, we always called the modern day Art Donovan because you know he was a great player, he was a great personality, he was great in the community. Everybody loved him and you hit it right on the head. You couldn't meet Goose and not feel like he was your friend. And when he saw you a week, a month, a year later, he would treat you like a friend. You know, as I was kind of processing the shock of, of his passing, I, I couldn't just get over the, you know, the fact that A, he was gone, B, he was 55. And a guy who had so much life every time you were around, it, it just got me to thinking that, you know, sometimes we have to measure life in quality and not in quantity. You know, so here's another story about him. I was, uh, my nephew was on a flight. I don't know where they were flying, but he was sitting in first class next to, Tony and the kid was scared to death of him. He was, uh, you know, he didn't want to say anything, but there's goose with a giant Ravens rock on his hand, uh, flying and uh, complaining about the food in first class. And then, uh, the kid said to him, I'm Pharrell's nephew. And then Tony proceeded to talk to this kid for four hours straight about how insane I am and how much fun I had with him. This guy was so much fun that when he was at my house for a week, I mean, first of all, there were felonies committed. Second of all, he, he literally, he lived for my joy that he was putting in exotic sharks and eels and fish from all over the world into a fish tank in my basement. Like he was so excited that he was giving me this giant fish tank full of exotic fish that, I mean, literally, he was, it, his face was turning colors over me being so happy. Like, he got off on me being yep. happy. The fact that I was happy got him off. And he was like, this guy was no joke, the most lovable person I think I've ever met. When you went to eat at his restaurant, you literally left so full of food that you were sick to your stomach before you got to your car. And you laughed the entire time you ate with food flying out of your mouth because he and his brother were so nuts, so nuts and funny. And it's just the worst death that I've seen in years. And it makes me, as I tell you, I'm troubled by it. It kills me. Now, tell me about Jalen Ferguson. That one uh, really uh, throws me off as well because the police found him in North Baltimore. And, and from what I'm hearing, and, and you can clear it up, but initially they said they're not over uh, ruling an overdose uh, because it was there was no foul play or anything else. And the first thing they thought was a kid 26 years old 
in this state that we found him in that he had overdosed. Do you know anything more yeah. about the loss of their linebacker? No sign of trauma, no foul play, no clear cause. So it's gone to the medical examiner. He'll perform an autopsy before they can come down with the actual reason why a 26-year-old pro athlete loses his life, found unconscious, and is pronounced dead on the scene. It's, I mean, it, it is, is, it's Goose, his death is the tragedy of such a larger-than-life figure Jalen Ferguson's tragedy is potential not yet realized. There was a young kid who was just kind of coming into his own in the NFL after three years, looked like he was going to be in the position where he had the talent, the opportunity to become a significant edge rusher, more of a sacker in the NFL, something he was looking to do, a done in college, looked like he was just in position, and then it's gone overnight, and now we just wait for the medical examiner's report which is, look, no matter what the medical examiner's report is, the kid's gone. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it is truly a tragedy. There's, there's, there's no positive outcome to this. And you really you hope for his family, at least I do, that it, it wasn't anything in the way of, of, of drugs, overdose, anything like that. You hope it was for peace of mind that it was just, for whatever reason, it was his time and it was the way his body was built. Speaking of time, what you shared it? stories of, of Goose. I, I got to share one with you that you're going to really kind of connect with because it was at Heinz Field. So, so the year after the Ravens win Super Bowl 35, they go to the playoffs. They're in Pittsburgh in the divisional playoff game, and the Steelers beat the Ravens. And so I knew that was the end of Tony Saragusa's career. He said, you know, he's going to retire. So uh, I'm with my photographer, and, and we're just rolling and doing an interview with him as he walks off the field for the final time in the NFL. We're talking. It's just, you know, it's typical Goose. He's, you know, he's just effusive. And I said, has it hit you yet that it's over? And, and, and he looked at me and he smiled. And then he found all these you know, Ravens fans and, and, and Steeler fans. We he played college ball in Pittsburgh. And he said, he said, oh, look, don't worry about it. It's over. Look around. Look around. I've played 12 years in the NFL. I've got all these fans. I've got all these great friends. I've had the most amazing experience. Who gets to live a life like this? And I couldn't help but think yesterday, Scott, that's, that was the way he entered heaven. That was probably what he said on his yeah. way into heaven. I got to tell you, uh, I thought his broadcasting career was awesome. I thought he was so funny. And I thought, um, you know, these guys in television uh, at the network level, they make changes when the wind blows. And I, I thought they made a big mistake not using him uh, until this very day. I thought football fans loved him like, uh, frankly, John Madden. I, I thought he became yes. a teddy bear that everybody loved. And uh, the day they got rid of him, they never replaced that guy ever. They Well, they did with a bunch of people that suck and they're boring and they're not funny and they're not fun to watch and they're all the same. They're vanilla. And Tony was literally a fat bee and he loved eating and he loved living life. He loved smoking cigars, drinking and being naughty and being funny. And, and the fact that they would give up on that made me sick to my stomach. I, I got to tell you. How has the Bashadi and the and the Raven organization uh, dealt with this double dose of horrible trauma to the organization? As best as they could, but in a state of shock. I mean, how else do, how else do you process the loss of a 26-year-old linebacker who's just coming into his own, as well as the loss of a legend? The Keep the Ravens organization is only 26 years old. This is the first significant death of a former Ravens player. And I don't mean to diminish. There have been a, a couple of other players who have passed away who played for the Ravens, but this is the first legend who played for the Ravens who has died. In, in Baltimore, unfortunately, over the years, we've grown accustomed to losing the legendary Baltimore Colts, the Art Donovans, the Johnny Unitas's. But this is the right. first legendary Raven that a new generation of fans has grown up with, a new organization has matured and grown up with, and now they're, you know, we're all dealing with, with, with this, this thud to the chest of the reminder of our mortality and the reminder that, that time has its limits. And it's, it's one of those states that you touched on it, Scott, you can't even put it into words. I mean, the shock is, right. is epic. Well, at least uh, on a brighter note, they've got you, uh, who everyone loves, and then they still got Lamar Jackson, who's about to make at least 40 to 45 million a year. I don't care if he's the agent or if you're the agent, his money's coming and they're getting ready to write some gigantic checks 
uh, on the Beltway for this guy, it, it is going to happen as sure as we're both standing here. It, it's it's a matter of when, not if. But that, that when is significant, Scott, from a football standpoint of distraction, as well as salary cap management. The, the part that I think a lot of people don't understand is the reason you want your quarterback to get the long-term deal is the front office can play great accounting numbers with that, and they can manage the salary cap. You don't want to get your quarterback to where he is on the tag. You don't want to. You don't want to franchise tag your quarterback because then that's the huge hit to the salary cap, and it hamstrings everything else you can do. So he's under contract for this year at twenty-three million, which is not a bad living. The last I checked, right. it's not forty, but it's still a good living. The salary not cap bad. number next year will be astronomical, but you can't spread that out over five years like you can with a long-term deal. So they have to avoid that strategically and from the cap point of view. And until they get that done, Lamar's going to have to answer the question every week. What's going on with the contract? What's going on with the contract? And that just wears people down. So in terms of getting it behind them, sooner the better. Well, as you know, Jerry, you're the only person I like in Baltimore because I'm a Steeler fan. (laughs) And uh, we've maintained our friendship over the years for some reason because I hate everyone else. And uh, I got a guy on my basketball team that's a Ravens fan, and I wish death on him. And then I got a girl I worked with here at Sports Grid. I gave her a bocce jinx for her entire family, but I would never do that to you. How do you think the division is going to play out with Joe Burrow uh, and then Deshaun Watson, God only knows, and then everyone thinks the Steelers are going to stink, and I'm not one of them. No, uh, l- l- let me let me end that myth right now. Everybody's focusing understandably on Browns, Bengals, and Ravens because of the quarterback star power. They're overlooking the fact the Steelers will have the best defense, most likely, in the division, maybe in the league. The Steelers' Woo! defense is going to be lights out. Woo! And you're Woo! not paying attention to football if you haven't recognized that. Come on, Minka Fitzpatrick just gets paid because he's, he's that good. That defense is phenomenal, and they're going to be phenomenal this year. So, yeah, they'll have some growth pains in Pittsburgh on the offensive side, but the Ravens won Super Bowl 35 with an offense that wasn't so great and a defense that was. So do not yeah. underestimate the impact of the Steelers in the AFC North. Listen, I hate the Ravens, uh, but uh, I know they're going to be good like they always are. They're always tough. And that kid Ferguson, they were molding him into a Raven linebacker like all the greats with uh, Ray Lewis, et cetera. Don't get me started. So awful what happened to my friend Tony. Jerry, thanks so much for uh, talking about uncomfortable passings of this kid Ferguson and our our dear friend Tony uh, Siragusa. I appreciate you greatly, my friend. All the best. Have a great summer. Right back at you, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So I, I just heard Carver High, you know, uh, when we went to break, and, and like literally, he was like, "Screw the uh, Ravens." I heard him say that as a Bills fan. I heard him say it. So you know, sometimes you just have to do that. But right now, it's time for today in Carver High history. 
Certainly is. 1963, Julius Boros wins the second U.S. Open title, 18-hole playoff with Arnie and Jackie Cupid. 1968, 74 people killed, 150 injured football stampede towards an exit in Buenos Aires Stadium. Jeez. 69, Joe Frazier TKOs Jerry Quarry in the eighth round. Heavyweight title, 71, Rick Wise no hits the Reds while also hitting two homers and having three RBIs in the 4 nothing win. It's like Otani back in the day. 1988, Billy Martin, fifth term. Fifth term. Are you kidding me? His Yankee manager ends despite having the fourth best record in the league. Sweet Lou Pinella gets brought in. 94, Bobby Witt of the A's. Perfect game ruined. Greg Gagne called safe at first base. The replay showed he was out. 95, who could what? The father of Russian hockey died at 76. Good luck saying his name. 99, the Hockey Hall of Fame waves the usual three-year waiting period. Announces Gretzky will be in the class of 99. Ilya Kovalchuk, first player born in Russia, taken as the number one overall pick by the Thrashers. 2003, Bonds, first player MLB history. 500 homers, 500 steals. 2005, Scotty, the Spurs beat the defending champion Pistons. Game seven. NBA Finals, third title in San Antonio history. And the San Antonio Spurs with tough, tough, tough defense. And Tim Duncan answering a lot of questions and erasing any doubt about coming up big when you have to come up big. And for the third time in seven seasons, the San Antonio Spurs are the NBA champions. How about that? So, there you go. Spurs. And let me tell you something. I know you're going to tell me about Kyrie Irving, right? That he was drafted on this day no. in 2011. 11 years later, he's the biggest pain in the... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California... And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.